welcome to a very special con on classics uh if you uh recognize that intro song and if you don't that's sad uh it's taking a blast all the way back to 1990 to review the movie teenage mutant ninja turtles uh wise men say forgiveness is divine but never play pay full price for a pizza this is sean i'm here with why don't i dream of harrison ford sam <laughs> Lives in the sewer, eats a lot of pizza. It's John. <laughs> oh, a fellow chucker, eh? This is Chris. So <laughs> we will get on that scene later. Oh yeah, we're. I feel like there's a lot of scenes we're gonna get on. Um, but really quick, uh, this is voted on you guys by the fans. Uh, like I said last time, we gave you guys uh, four choices. This is the one that got the most votes. Right. Uh, it, it won by a couple hundred votes. <laughs> but it was pretty close uh, overall. Yeah. The, the four this, movies? Do you want to list the four movies? The four movies were uh, Batman, Tim Burton's the ba uh, Batman, um, the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Die Hard, and Rush Hour. And this one won. And at the end of the episode, we will reveal who of the group picked this movie. Um, so, really quick, Chris, do you have the numbers for this movie? Oh, oh, I, oh, I do. <laughs> so the budget? Yep. Okay, okay, I have to just throw out a number top of your head, real quick. What do you think? Uh, thirty million. Thanks. $13 million. I was close. For a budget in the 1990s. The box office? $202 million. This, this movie was trashed by critics, but absolutely loved by fans. By everyone. <laughs> uh, this was the, up until recently, this was the highest grossing independent film of all time. Um, it recently lost to, I believe... Um, paranormal activity beat it. We talked about it recently too. I forgot. I forgot what, what this movie, though. this movie making two hundred million dollars in nineteen ninety. That is, that is just stunning. Yeah, that is very stunning. I, but like you have to also remember, like this is the height of the TMNT craze. Like everyone, it was. I'd, I'd say it was like it was right getting up to the apex. It wasn't the peak because at the the Secret of the Ooze, the second one, was the peak, the oh, yeah. ultimate peak of I, the franchise. I agree that Secret of the Ooze is a better movie, but you can't talk about Secret of the Ooze without talking about this movie. Yeah, agreed. Um, but one uh, interesting thing about this movie is this is a Jim Henson production movie. They did the creatures. The puppets. Well, three-man A three-man three team had to operate one puppet. Yeah, and... Most importantly, the voice of Splinter is none other than Elmo himself, Kevin Clash. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of weird that Splinter is voiced by Elmo. Like, that's a hard thing to wrap your head around. But... I guess, but there's there's also a few other things that are just, like, funny to point out. Sam yeah. Rockwell's in this movie. Yes, yes. I didn't is. realize it until today when I rewatched it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 was, I was watching today and I was just like, wait a minute. No. <laughs> yeah, right? no. And Stabler. Stabler like, from hey, I have to be like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, Stabler from Law and Order is in this movie too. Is SV, he weird? SVU. 
He's Casey the, Jones. No, that's not Stabler. It's that's not Stabler. Stabler? No, it's a no. different guy. Funny yes, it is. Make that mistake. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, Elias. Uh, oh, God. Codius or whatever. Yeah. Not. Um, oh, God. What's the other guy's name? Uh, oh, God. Christopher Maloney. Oh, yeah. Okay. Good call. They look yeah. very similar, though, Chris. They do know. look. No, I kept thinking, like, this guy. So this guy, I, I know him from, what is it, Thin Red Line, and I think he was in Shooter, if I'm not mistaken. I know he was in the last two seasons of The Killing, if you've ever seen it on, uh, was on AMC and then ended on Netflix, uh, which is a great show. I, I definitely uh, would recommend at least the first three seasons of it, but... Force. He's also in, the, in probably the greatest scene in the show, The Sopranos, where they give an intervention and he's the like guy leading it. So that's the only other time he's in the show. But <laughs> well, anyway, aside uh, from that mistake. Yeah. Anyway, so all right. Sorry, I was just looking at the thing. It's got it's got a very interesting cast. I got I gotta say. Um, yeah. So. Where do we even start with this one, guys? Um, can we talk how, about New York in the 90s? <laughs> yeah. Chris, you, you've lived in New York. Can you relate to this movie? Uh, absolutely of, not. Absolutely not. A lot of ninja <laughs> gangs. Because there's no... Street street. There's nothing that's... There's nothing that's the same. So, like, those... those I love in the, the 90s New York movies, whenever you show people walking down the streets, because that's the scene to show... Nobody's looking at their phone in the 90s movies, but you go down there now, everybody's <laughs> looking down or on their phone. And they're, all it is is about cell phones. And yeah. it's just funny to see all that. And, and you know, aside, aside from stating the obvious, like it's, you know, the two towers are still, you know, still there. That's okay. instead of the Freedom Tower. That's obviously a huge change. But like they were having that. I mean, we're skipping ahead, but. You know, at the end, how they're all like fighting above the streets and outside and on top of the building. Mm-hmm. At the end of the movie, there's like that fight scene. They're in Manhattan. People yeah. are there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and you look at the movie and it's just blacked out windows. There's no Chris, lights on. It's New York. Everybody's sleeping. All right? yeah, right? <laughs> you know, that's what they say about New York. The like there's city. the city that always sleeps. There's just certain <laughs> things, too, that are just like, and I know. New York of like the eighties and you know, it's not exactly the same as today <laughs> to say the least, but like, like, you know, April having a like hobby, like um, junk shop, just like <laughs> also in the building, I guess she owns. She yeah. lives there and she owns yeah. the antique store below her. Yeah. yeah. Totally normal thing that exists in today's world. <sighs> Did it even exist? back then? <laughs> I don't think so either. I, I don't know. I don't think so at all. Also, we're, we can't avoid it too much longer. We got to talk about pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I missed the Domino's delivery yeah. uniform. <laughs> how many, oh how many times did you have Domino's, Chris, when you lived in the city? Uh, maybe like once or twice. Yeah, and I lived there for five five years. So yeah, getting getting Domino's delivered in the sewer like a true New Yorker would. (laughs) (laughs) Just through the slat. You're three minutes late, dude. Or no, what was it? Two minutes late, three dollars off. Yeah, three dollars off. Yeah, yeah. They there was this thing where if you were late 
on delivery, you actually had like sometimes free pizza. Yeah. It's, now it's, it's also, like, no. It, it's also funny that, it, you know, he goes, the bill's for 13. And yeah. I'm looking, I'm like, there's, it's been a long time since a pizza was $13. It's been a long time. Yeah. So I miss those delivery uniforms, though. It's got the, he's had the full get up. Did you know that the delivery guy is the voice of Michelangelo? Yes. You did know and that? I didn't know that one in particular. The, uh, the guy in the cab when Raphael rolls, like gets hit by the cab. Yep. That's the voice of Raphael. Yeah. There, there's he's actually on SVU. There's a few, uh, there's a few cameos of the voice actors in there. Uh, Corey, or each one of them, each one of them, I think. Had no, one. Corey Feldman doesn't show up in the movie as himself. No, yeah, I think he, he's the only one. So the other three did. Yeah. Um, so. But yeah, I mean, it's. I, I, I mean, this movie is literally the backbone of cult movie culture. <laughs> um, and and. I don't know about you guys, but like I love, I love this movie. I know it's an absolutely god awful movie, but I love it to death. Oh, I love this movie. And there's so many things I think are awful in in actual movie making that have been done to this. But just because I'm, a, I was a kid when this came out, I freaking loved it. I freaking loved it. Just the All stupid, right. the stupid stuff like the fight. One of the my favorite fight scenes of all time is them fighting in the antique store. Yeah, it is on the roof, breaking in, fighting in the upper level, and then just fighting in the lower level and the fire and everything. I don't know why. <laughs> Every fight needs to stack up to that. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is set. <laughs> so I got to preface this with um, I have never jumped on the TMNT bandwagon. Well, you were. I think you were born too. You and John were born too late for Ninja Turtles, because it fizzled out by the early '90s. So you were probably like, but I, I remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I remember them being around, but like it just never appealed to me. The, the TV I, show ended in '97. No, it didn't. The the original TV show. Hold on. There have been several um, remakes uh, or. Uh, like reimaginings of it, but the original show I think ended in the early nineties. Was it? I'll look it up. You go. You can continue, Sam. Um. So I I don't know. I don't know how to feel about this movie because it is so dumb <laughs> on so many levels, but it gets to the point where it's so dumb. It starts becoming cute. Where <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, yeah, no movie. It's all right. You totally established April and Casey are in love. It's okay. It's the 90s. Who cares? <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's okay, movie. You don't have to explain to us what the fuck this farm is. Why are we here? It, it, it said as they're pulling in, it's April's old family farm. Because that's a thing. Well, yeah, everyone has an old family farm upstate, Sam. God, have you never met somebody from New York? You know, it's, it's okay, movie. You don't have to explain who the fuck Casey Jones is. 
Um, and why all of a sudden everybody just likes the guy? How about it's okay movie? You don't have to explain why Raphael is in like a month long coma for some reason. <laughs> and like the shot of him just like it looks like he just like passed out at a fraternity party. <laughs> in the thing, just like but he's like in water too, because you know it, it'll help him. It'll help <laughs> like, you know, him up. You know it's the sort of thing, and as as somebody who's who's tried to make a movie at one point, um, like clearly somebody had an idea for how it would look, and then they did it, and it looked like shit. So they're like, "Well, just show them like half in the thing or whatever," because we have <laughs> nothing else we can do. <laughs> or like they were like, "Get a toilet, uh, get a toilet, uh, get a bath bathtub big enough," and then they didn't get a bathtub big enough. Right. So they're like, screw it, let's just go with it. Let's just go with it. But like also, like uh, it's, the same thing goes with uh, the actual, I guess, suits that the Ninja Turtles wear, like the, the animatronic suits. Yeah. Same thing goes with those because they are so impressive and intricate and you really can see like the emotions in them, it's really impressive. Mm. But oh my god, are we so far in the uncanny valley? <laughs> like, yeah, those animal animatronic. Yeah, the uh, yeah. like the faces, yeah. Yeah. turtles, the, the faces, yeah. the whole. Oh, body. I just thought there was a puppet hand. Nope, nope, oh. they were animatronics. Oh. So uh, this, this, uh, like I said, Jim Henson was actually the creator of these um, of the creatures, the suits. Uh, the animatronics and stuff, and they actually used the what they learned on this for the TV show Dinosaurs, because that's also a Jim Henson show. Yeah. And it uh, came right about that same time too. Yeah, <clears throat> it was a little bit later, uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it's it like it's very interesting how for we'll go just live action Ninja Turtles. We can compare this with the Michael Bay movies. And <laughs> It's sad when you look at this and you're like, yeah, these are Ninja Turtles. You look at those, you're like, I don't know what this is. Yeah, right? The problem with the Michael Bay ones, I, I was thinking about this earlier, and it's like hard to explain what I mean by it, but just makes sense in my head. The Michael Bay movies are just too noisy. Like, not like, even like sound-wise, like, like visually noisy. Yeah. Well, like, you look at the characters, and they have like all these odds and ends and trinkets and stuff on yeah. them which is funny because they're ninjas and obviously ninjas are known for you know Be carrying sound. a bunch of stuff on them at all times and ninja like, vanish and like the plots are noisy too because there's yeah. just too much going on and whereas like, like in this one too little is going yeah, on yeah i was gonna say sam be careful how you're saying here because there's literally no plot in this movie <laughs> Yeah, like, it, it's literally a an intro to the Ninja Turtles. Like this, it's like movies, like the the pacing in this movie is like being in like a student driver car who doesn't understand what the brake or the gas does. Because <laughs> like you know, it like speeds ahead incredibly fast, and then all of a sudden we just dead stop. And just watch Raphael in a uh, tub for like a half hour. <laughs> you know what I forgot about this movie? It, it, I, you know, I forgot. Um, Splinter tells the story of him, like in his cage, training, following his match. He says it, I think, three times. Yeah, 
and, and it's getting to the point where it's like, all right, we've heard the Uncle Ben story five times already. Let's move on because this is the same thing. So the interesting thing about this origin story is this is actually closer to the comics than the TV show was. Yeah. So, so they the, had to tone down that TV show. Well, the well the com the comics is um, Splinter was his master's rat learned like mimicked his master's fighting style in the cage. His master died by Shredder's hand. Then he was splashed with the ooze and became like a humanoid rat. But because he remembered all the moves from his master, he passed it on to his sons who were the Ninja Turtles in the cartoon. If you remember, he's a human who is transformed into a rat. There's a lot of changes based on the show. Well, yeah, the, the show is uh, different than the comics. This is more towards the comics. Yeah, it's, it's a, like there's a few other things. When they started getting into the cartoons a lot more, they had to make their foot robots because it was too violent to have them actually like gang members, yada, 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 things like that. The show, by the way, did end in 1996. It was 96 that it yeah, ended? Yeah, it was eight seasons, but the latter seasons only had, you know, single-digit episode amounts. Really? Yeah, so I mean... But then again, season three was 47 episodes. Yeah. So it's, you know. So what's, what's also with the, when they reach the farmhouse, what's with like all of a sudden now we have narration in this movie? Oh, God. I wrote that as my huge dislike. There's <laughs> <laughs> the movie and then they're like, oh yeah. It was the most like off pace thing for, for like for the entire movie. It just felt so out of place because... Typically, when you're trying to explain what the hell, why four massive turtles exist in New York City, you'd have narration at the beginning. But, you know, no, let's do it two-thirds of the way in before we set up this epic training montage <laughs> with the vision quest. Well, it's, it's 1990, so we have residual 80s on it, so you have to have a training montage. Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Montage. You know, I did, um, the beginning of this movie had uh i'm pretty sure it was the same music from beverly hills cop <laughs> i'm pretty sure i don't think so it just all sounds the same <laughs> and that's what i came to the conclusion of all movies made in 1985 to 1992 all have this music in the beginning <laughs> oh god i loved it do we talk about so like what's going on with april in this one because like she's casted and you know Interesting choice of not having her be, like, super hot. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, it's a kid's movie. So I can't I speak for a 1990. Interesting that you say, oh, it's a kid's movie, and by the PG rating and just the dumb storyline, I would agree with you. Yet, um, there is a point when you kind of see, you know, oh, I'm just going to say, you see your nipples at one point through the so, shirt. Yeah. Which is like, it's a little, that's a little racy for a kid's movie, wouldn't you say? I, I, totally, I think it should be PG-13. Because oh. of violence, but they were very lax back then for uh, yeah. movies. Agreed. I mean, the Shredder fell down in the garbage truck and, and Casey Jones did crush his head. Yes, because <laughs> murder. Well, you know, that's implied. Um, <laughs> it's weird to have implied murder in your show. Just, Whenever, John, whenever you're wondering if this is, like, is it a, a like, 
what you described. Remember that Spaceballs is rated PG. Okay. Like, yeah. just remember that. Like, not really a kids movie though. No. But I don't know. Like, I I just feel it's, like that's hard to compare to. Yeah, I know, but it's it shows how relaxed they were for rating movies back then. I mean, there's like very little blood in this movie uh, for the uh, during the violence. There's there like any? bruises uh, when uh, Splinter scratches uh, Shredder's face. Uh, you do yeah. see some then, um, but I mean, like, not bad. Like, like the violence. I mean, there's fighting, but like. The violence isn't like graphic violence, right? You know what? You know what is very graphic? Uh, that we have a nunchuck dance off in this movie. Yes, yes, that. that that was Chris's uh intro. It's it's god, I loved it. It was so stupid yet so yeah. awesome at the same time. Yes. I like it once again. I had mixed feelings, or I'm just like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen, and then at the same time, I'm also like. Yeah, but like, why do four movies have nunchuck dance? <laughs> right? <laughs> Name me another nunchuck like, movie. Like, if you know how, like, in like the mid to late two thousands, there was like that big like dance off craze where like, you had like step up or brain on sort of. Like, yeah, you got served. Yeah. Where right. like, <laughs> like, why weren't those just nunchuck movies? Everybody, we we gotta. We don't. We don't too many of those. Let's step back here. Um, like, why weren't those nunchuck movies? Like, would that be better if, like, they were just like instead of break dancing, they're just like wah 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 wah. <laughs> Here's the thing that I will give uh, that scene. How impressive is that stunt actor? <laughs> to do it in that, to do in it that in that suit, suit. yeah, being that good at what he was doing. I was thinking the same thing because. The other guy looked like he was struggling a little. Yeah. Well, like, he's in a skin-tight suit, and, like, it's easier to do the nunchucks. The the stunt guy in Michelangelo's suit, it's a big foam uh, latex suit that's, like, kind of stiff in certain areas. But he was going, like, he was matching him. And, like, I was impressed. He got game. Yeah. <laughs> he got game. That ninja got served. Can we just can we just clarify that this is the only successful Casey Jones adaptation in a live action movie we've had? Listen, he just wanted to be a detective, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get over that. Uh, you want to know? Just watch TMNT Out of the Shadows. God. That was the one I saw, right? Yeah, yes, Out of the Shadows was the second one. That was the second one? I don't think we actually saw the first one. I've never seen the first one, but I don't think you need to. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I will say this. I have now seen in my life three Ninja Turtle movies, and in every single case, it's because I've been dragged into it by one of you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was, the, what was the other one you saw? TMNT. Yeah, TMNT. The cartoon one. Theater. And what was the other one? Out of the Shadows, which we saw together at the drive-in. Oh. <laughs> hey, that was a $2 movie. Don't judge. We, we, we saw two great movies that day. We saw that movie, and we got we got Apocalypse. X-Men oh, Apocalypse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> was that the day I almost burned my finger off with that stupid mosquito uh, candle? Yes, and that was also the day that your car battery died. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, climax. Right. The, the climax of X Men Apocalypse. We had to listen to somebody else's stereo. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, oh god, I love this movie. TMNT. Yeah. Um, before we get into any of the questions, do we have any uh, final thoughts about this? Oh, I gotta find my questions. Yes, you do. Like, what <laughs> is this movie? Oh. I had I had a I had a nitpick. Um, just one. So the guy who's like April's boss, yeah, his son, like, what? Like, <laughs> it's so weird and like under like why? Like, if my boss just showed up at my house while I was in a robe, like yeah. it would just seem weird. And it's just it was a not. Time. It was a different time. Where sexual harassment was delivered to your door. You <laughs> be sexual harassment. The kid was there. <laughs> kid has a word somehow. <laughs> and then the kid is just like, you know, the the like producer like note of like, oh, we need some kind of like kid to make it relatable. Right. A movie that's based on turtles who are humanoid and talking and ninjas. And teenage. <laughs> I, I do love the calmness throughout everybody in this movie. <clears throat> there is a four and a half foot rat that's talking to you <laughs> and we're just going to chill about it. And then there's like 75 foot ninjas fighting these five and a half foot tall turtles. I you know, it, there's well, a lot. You, it, can't, like, you can't tell that they're turtles because he's wearing an overcoat. Yeah, there's, I... Which is a callback to at least the TV show. Anytime they came out in like public in the show, they wore the trench coat with the hat. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a callback to that. Because, yeah, it's stupid. If he went to go see, oh, God, what movie did he see? Critters. Critters. He saw Critters and like he hated it, which I don't blame him. Um, but like if he went to the movie theaters, obviously everyone's going to notice that he's a giant green guy in a ninja mask. Like, well, he's got the hat on, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, when when um when Casey Jones is 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 talking to him and like trying to like dress him down and be like, yeah, you got you got a mask on and you're green and uh, it's like <laughs> it's like no, maybe he's just I don't know. Although truthfully, is somebody being a teenage mutant ninja turtle the first thing your mind would go to? <laughs> we're not aware. Oh, uh, but there there's that scene where. Uh, after they capture um, Splinter, and Shredder comes out to all the the like kids, and he's like, "We must defeat this new foe and whatever. We must defeat these turtles." <laughs> At that point, if I was in the crowd, I'd be like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, right. Excuse me, <laughs> turtles. Are, are we talking like tortoises, like the giant tortoises, like because like. I guess if you strap some knives to it, it could be intimidating. But. I mean, like, the, the Galapagos ones, they live a long time. I don't know how big <laughs> they are, but... You're talking sea turtles where we have to get on boats and, like, go find them or something? Like, what's the deal here? What are are these, like, turtles? metaphorical turtles where, like, you know, we're dealing with, like, cowardly people who always, like, you know, hide whenever danger comes along? We're talking metaphorically. I hate to say it, but this, after just all this little discussion, this movie is slated for an MST3K No, it's like, not. criticism right now, because no. it's just... This, 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 no. 
because there's much worse in this original run. I guess. The third one is god-awful. But we're not discussing that one. No, I know. Don't they, like, travel back in time in one of them? Ancient yeah. uh, Japan. Yeah. yeah. Or it is a, uh, I don't remember. It is an interesting movie. It, not good. Um, all right. Any final thoughts before we get into the questions? Yeah, I really like the trench coat look. I think that'd be a great uh, Halloween costume, by the way. <laughs> the trench coat look or a three-man well, puppet? No, as, a, as a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle who's in disguise. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You do. You remember that? Remember when we were kids that year or four years in a row where the turtle costume was literally the number one costume? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everyone. I definitely had one. Turtles. I definitely had one. I had so many of the toys. Um. All right. What? It, what all right. Let's get into the questions. All what? Right. What impact has this movie made on you specifically? This is my childhood. Ninja Turtles I, I, were my childhood. Yeah, I loved the Ninja Turtles. I I was gonna say very similar to that in the sense, and I'm also gonna give uh, like a I don't want to say it's a shout out, but it's kind of the ideal situation where there was a movie that went to the big screen at the perfect time in my life because I was five, and you know it shows up in theaters, and then you're like, oh my god, the TV show went to theaters, and then it's just everything changed after that. Honestly, like five-year-old Chris just being like just blown away in the movie theaters. I would love to see that. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. I don't think I went to see this in theaters. Did I? Yeah, I, I think, think I so. saw it on Blockbuster. On um, you mean <laughs> rented it. it? But it wasn't Blockbuster back then. It was, uh, it was Blockbuster. No, what was before Blockbuster? No, Blockbuster's been around. Like you might. No, but the store that it was store that was near us when we were kids. It wasn't oh, Blockbuster. I wasn't living here at the time. Yeah. You didn't get you didn't get shit. Oh, from you the, were in, yeah. That's what right. store? What was? It's where the gym is, right? It's it's where the uh, no no, they, no one plaza it's down. It's Verizon now. Half Verizon, half a uh, Tojo. Oh no, I'm aware of Blockbuster, but there was another place to rent. It was, if I remember, it was a red. Video label store. What the heck was it? it wasn't Blockbuster? It was a. Uh... I only ever. <sighs> I forget the name. I don't know. Well, we should ask our friend who used to live right next door. Um, <laughs> no, anyway. he was living in Florida at the time. All right, so it's all it's all uh, analogous here. All right, um, that's not the right word. Um, Sam, this is no impact on me. I'm sure the impact on you is kind of low. I'm trying to think though, what's the like thing that like was I guess big for us that like sh- on that like four years earlier just missed the boat? I can't think of anything comparative, right? Yeah, I mean maybe Pokemon. Probably Pokemon, but I feel like that came on later than Turtles would have. That makes sense. Oh no, maybe not. Maybe that's like seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah, I remember being like third grade when I first like noticed it. Yeah, it's probably right. was in school when I first noticed Ninja Turtles. So this is a Saturday morning cartoon. I mean, like, it was it was really a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, it was the definition of Saturday morning cartoon. Like that you had like He Man, you had GI. Yeah, you, you had all the like the Jetsons, Transformers. You had all the Scooby, the Hanna Barbera stuff. 
Well, those weren't really Saturday morning cartoons. Those were like our parents' Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, speak for yourself, dude. I watched Scooby-Doo every weekend. I did too, but they didn't air when we were kids. We watched reruns. <laughs> were they still around in the 80s? Uh, I mean, I think they were still doing new... Scooby-Doo was still shows. new. Scooby-Doo, I think it was like... When did Scrappy do? I, I think Scrappy it was. It would have been. It probably would have been. Yeah, it probably would have been Scrappy Doo or right before. Scrappy Doo, I think, was the early '80s because I do remember watching it before going to elementary school, and I remember them being like some Scrappy Doo and being like, "Oh, it's a crappy episode." Um, yeah, I think it went. I think it did that, and then went right to Dragon Ball Z. Because mm. middle school was Dragon Ball Z for me. Oh yeah. Everybody was Dragon Ball Z in middle school. And I'm the only one who still continued. Yep. I never... What a shame. So, I'm okay with that. So, moving on. (laughs) (laughs) What's Uh, our next question on this list? Yeah. Uh, Collectively, what about this movie withstands the test of time? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's an obvious. It would be the puppets. Yeah, those things have been seared into my mind. I'd, I'd say the puppets and then the hair. The, the Casey Jones and April hair. No, more or less the April's um, April's hair. Yeah. You, you, you know what? You know what? I'll, 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 say, I'll say this. What withstands the test of time for this? It, it isn't the best fight scenes, but if you mention it, people remember it. Do they? Ask anybody if they remember the fight, the fight scenes in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they will tell you there's there's two 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 there's essentially two major ones. There's the one in the store, and then there's the one outside and on the roof. Yeah. And people will remember that. They don't forget those things. Yeah, they forget everything else, but they don't forget. They don't remember. Uh, they don't forget those scenes. Just ask. Just ask somebody. Just ask somebody. I think those two are going to be your. Those withstand the test of time, and they're not great. They're not spectacular. It's just people remember them. You might even say they're not even good. They're not good. <laughs> it's, you know how many missed kicks there are in that movie? In this movie? <laughs> but he placed that stick on the back of his, uh, uh, on his back, so he had to go fly. <laughs> well, that's... <laughs> Look, uh, it's, it's a big foam suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'd also nominate, although the, the actual the, like, cartoon theme song isn't in the movie, is it? No. No. Oh man! But there's like that rap at the end. Yes. Oh, yes. That that's definitely that was great. Honestly, like that is that rap at the end is so underrated because the sequel has Go Ninja Go Ninja. The, the, the sequel just outshined almost yes. everything. Yes. In this first movie. So is the sequel just better? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I guess I, we have I, to watch that one because you can't talk about the the sequel. John, we are almost out, John. We are almost out. Why no, did you that idea? Secret of the Ooze is like it's just a fun movie. Yeah. It's like you already know all the characters, so you and, don't and let's give the story to an adult and see if they can kind of make a story. And like they get, it's like focuses more on Shredder, and like. He's not really a mysterious guy anymore. You're like, oh, okay, he's the villain now. Yeah. I, d- I did like the first scene when we see the Shredder because I was like, it's Claw. Where's Inspector Gadget? Because <laughs> he just Gadget. Sleeps in the chair. He's in the chair watching the TV. So and then like, he throws the knife at it. 
Yeah. That costume, not good. <laughs> Don't understand the, the red onesie. I the did like sparkly onesie. I did like that one scene where his henchman takes off the cape. Yeah. And it takes him like forever to get the first one off. And I'm just like, so that's the take we went with, huh? <laughs> All right. Yep. Hate to see what was on the cutting room floor. <laughs> Remember, Sam, this was a cheap movie that they made. Like, this was not an expensive movie. And film actually costs money. <laughs> no, it's just like that was the best take. <laughs> It was probably the like eighth take, and they were like, "That's it. We can't do any more. We're running out of film here." Like, how did they screw up other than it catching on the thing? Uh, oh, fun, times. fun times. All right, next one. What, what would we change, if anything? <laughs> Voice over the narration. <laughs> Just get rid of it. <laughs> um, what would I change? Like, here's the, here's the problem. Whatever we talk, when we ask, like, what would I change? And it's not. I don't consider it that good of a movie. Is that like? I don't know how you make this a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> it just, you know, the starting the material you're starting with isn't the best thing in the world. Like, I don't, I don't, once again, not into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so. You know nobody wanted to make this movie either, right? Yeah, nobody did. Nobody did. And then uh, $202 million later. I just, what, what, what would I change? I don't know. I don't know, maybe like, we'd actually know who the <laughs> fuck Casey Jones is. Like, we never, like, I'm, I'm. Not crazy here. We never get an explanation who Casey Jones is. No, he's just a vigilante. Not well, really, no. They, they sort of get into it where he's an ex-hockey player because he went pro but got hurt. Yeah, but and he just where turns. where did they get into this? There's like, they literally sit down he, and talk about he it. He does mention it to April at one yeah. point. But that's it. Oh, like, oh, they were like, right. you ever go pro? And he was like, yeah, till I got hurt. And then he's like, eh, and then kind of things spiral down, and I turn to justice or whatever. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, or explain why we're all just cool with you know six foot tall turtles. Like, True. We see, we seem to be accepting this very quickly. <laughs> I mean, April, it took a little bit, but she understands now. Yeah, don't worry. A six, a five foot tall rat told her to calm down. Yes, and she was like, "Okay, I guess I guess I have to calm down." Also, right. we never even mentioned it, but like in the middle of it, randomly, like they become became the ability to read Splinter's mind by meditating. Yeah, like that's the final lesson. Like, do they do they drop like peyote and then like oh, hang out around the implied. fire? It's implied <laughs> that they do drugs. <laughs> Did you know, didn't you see Donatello brought snacks? <laughs> oh man, really? I never even read that far into it. <laughs> Dude, they're sitting around a campfire and have a vision. They're doing something. Uh, is this an untouchable? Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> 
This okay, like I, I'm not. I'll just be honest with you. The questions we have do not necessarily relate to the movies we actually end up choosing. No, and we it's try to generalize know. these questions a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But, like, is this an untouchable? They've already tried redoing it. And let's be honest, this movie is a thousand times better than that Michael Bay version of this. Like, no matter how you look at it, this movie's so much better. It definitely knows what it is. Yeah. And I think it's, like, fine with it. Yeah. Like, it doesn't take itself too seriously. It has fun with what it, Or it has fun with what it's doing. Like... Like we, like you said, Chris, in the beginning, this is a fun movie. It's not like an Oscar award-winning movie. It's not like the greatest movie of all time. It's just a fun movie, and it, it just so happens to be one of the greatest pop culture like creations, like the most successful ones of all time. Listen, if I had a time machine and I could go back in time to when they were putting this movie together. I could get any director to direct this. I'd get David Lynch to do this. David Lynch uh, Ninja Turtle movie? I mean, I'm like, not against it. Like, that would be just balls to the wall weird. <laughs> just come on. <laughs> what, what has he done? Uh, so, oh, who, David Lynch? Yeah. Uh, he did Twin Peaks. Uh, he, inner, he, uh, grilled a monkey, like, with questions. Yeah. Did we ever talk about that one on the pod? I don't know if you, I think you guys did. We have talked about it. I wasn't sure if it was on the pod. Um, but yeah, I mean, the David Lynch just does that really weird stuff. Like he's very. Racer ahead. Yeah. Uh, he did Mulholland Drive, right? That him? Anyways. Uh, um, but like the guy who, uh, who did this, was it, uh, Steve Barron? I mean, he did, uh, Coneheads for any of the, I uh, Sam, I know you've seen it cause I've watched it with you. Uh, one of the few okay SNL spinoff movies. It's all right. Compared to the other Sam? Oh yeah. It's I mean, top tier. <laughs> it's no ladies man. But... Oh God. Um, and then, like, everything else is kind of, like, low budget. I oh, did the 96 version of Pinocchio. Uh, yeah, yeah, not, not exactly prolific. And then no. I think doing a bunch of TV. I feel and like this movie and Coneheads were, like, his two big movies. I mean, he did work on, like, A Bridge Too Far and Superman, but he was the assistant cameraman for those. Yeah, movies. no, that doesn't. Yeah, no. that's not. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> yeah but, you so. know it was it as a whole just wrapping up it like this was kind of a great introduction to the to the tmnt world mm. in a live action format because yes you had the comics but they're more like dark comics and yep. then you had the tv shows which were more or less for kids mm-hmm but you still had that audience that, you, like, you still had that market you weren't really tapping into. And then this was kind of a great introduction to it. And then it just so happens that you build on it with the next movie. And then the third movie was just a disaster. Chris, you, you, the cartoon movie, TMNT? 
a, uh, a few years ago, yeah, but I haven't watched it since. It's pretty good. It's like, not. It's not bad. It it it's basically a continuation off of these movies, like the storyline from these movies. Mm-hmm. If the third one never happened, yeah, and in 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 it's it's not just the movies aren't kind of where this this all resides. This this whole franchise resides in the old TV shows and the video games, and I think that's kind of where its bread and butter is. And I think that's where you're at this point. You're not going to get any more money with rebooting a franchise or yada 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 it's going to be nostalgia fans yeah honestly um i did watch in the late 2000 like so what like uh seven or eight years ago something like that um they did a reboot on nickelodeon for ninja turtles uh actually not bad like i actually really enjoyed it it was more of a it was a cgi show but it was like kind of more styled sort of like yeah i saw the previous for it that wasn't not bad like if you like the ninja turtles it's actually pretty good uh 2012 is when it came out um good cast i mean robert polson came back this time instead of because he was the original voice of Raphael. he came back and he voiced uh donatello in this show um but like it's just it's actually pretty, like I said, it's worth a watch if you liked the Ninja Turtles. Because I'm dreading the day where I have to sit down with my child and introduce them to the Ninja Turtles. Because the show is very dated. Very dated. Like, you could tell it was... about Cowabunga? <clears throat> no, not that kind of dated, Sam. Like, you know the... um. The Spider-Man show from the 90s that was on Fox. You remember how fast-paced and random that show was? Yeah. Imagine that on Coke. (laughs) It's like, what's going on? But, like, as a kid, I was like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. And, like, the animation style's bad because it was, like, they didn't know it was going to make money in the early days. So, like, their mouths just didn't match up with what was going on. Continuity errors everywhere, like. But it was like I remember as a kid being like, "This is the greatest show ever." <laughs> yeah, but you know, animation back then was still. Oh yeah, no, it was it was bad. <laughs> let's, let's be honest; like animation back then was not good. Um, but yeah, so if you, if you actually like that show, um, give the Ninja Turtles, the one on Nickelodeon, a chance from 2012. Um, it's actually pretty good. Excuse me. Do we have any other final questions? No, nope. that was it. <laughs> Chris, you're the question asker. I know. I was. I was looking. I didn't see oh. any. We we covered it all. Covered it all. All right. Um. Any final thoughts on this? Guess not. It's just me and you. <laughs> yeah. Um. I we will reveal. So this was my pick. So. <laughs> Very what happy. a surprise that was! Right, right. Well, it's either me or him. So, edge of my seat. I, I've been I've been pushing this movie for the past like couple episodes, so I'm I'm glad it won. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so in two weeks we'll do this again. I like this format where the fans choose. Yeah. So yeah, uh, keep, stay on the lookout. Obviously, we'll announce it on Facebook, and we'll announce it on uh, on our uh, episode on our normal episode. Uh, what the uh, the picks will be 
So, uh, which I would announce it now, but we don't know. <laughs> we haven't. Oh, well, we're still two weeks out. So I know, but we haven't made our picks that I know of yet. Um, so yeah. So if uh, you like all our episodes, you can find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts. Find us on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash Knights of Nerditude. Uh, send us a, uh, a review. We, we love reviews. We love hearing feedback from you guys. And if uh, there's a movie you want us to talk about, whether it's a, a classic or a newer movie, send us a message and uh, let us know. Um, until next time. Cowabunga. And detectives are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This is serious, so give me a quarter I was a witness, get me a reporter Call April O'Neil in on this case Hey, you better hurry up, there's no time to waste We need help like quick on the double Have pity on the city, man, it's in trouble We need heroes like the Lone Ranger When Tonto came pronto, when there was danger They didn't say we'd be there in half an hour Cause they displayed turtle power Oh,